Welcome to the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where the conversation about discipleship is always real for real people in real life. Welcome back. I'm Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And once again, I have the pleasure to be with my friend Jim Putman, who is a senior pastor at Real Life Ministries. And we're continuing to talk about uh, different aspects of discipleship. And this time we are talking about uh, fasting. And I think this is one of those things that um, has, you know, it's uh, taken over by secular culture. There's diets that have fasting involved. And I think a lot of Christians are uh, also confused about it. But what do you think? Uh, what do you think the purpose that Jesus had for his disciples in fasting was? Well, as you first, let me say this: uh, we we made uh, we created some documents on fasting. We're going to put on the website in the mm-hmm. app so that uh, it answers. You know, where is this in Scripture? What do we learn about it? What do we know about it? Our worship arts team put that together for us and, and did a really good job. So. Um, you know, if you can't remember some of what I say or I don't hit all the points, just just go there. Uh, you might also uh, do a little Google search, uh, go to Bible Hub and put the word fasting in there and uh, continue to learn about this. Uh, Jesus did teach fasting and he modeled it. And so, um, you know, there's some discussion the disciples uh, were asked and Jesus was asked, why don't your disciples fast and Jesus said um, you know you talked about a wedding and while the groom is there you uh, you party you don't fast but mm-hmm. when the groom goes then you fast so he was uh, answering the question why weren't they fasting why Jesus was there but also pointing to the fact that that he would go uh, to heaven in, in this gap time between his first and second coming and there would be a time of fasting much like there had been in the Old Testament so uh, fasting is really uh, an opportunity to deny your flesh, your physical body, and concentrate on the spiritual realm, in particular uh, spending time in prayer and seeking the Lord, his wisdom, his help. There's all kinds of times in the Old Testament when there was fasting when there was a problem. There was fasting for repentance. There was fasting when you needed wisdom. And uh, Jesus, in Matthew 4, was led by the Holy Spirit uh, to go out and face the devil in the mm-hmm. desert. But, uh, and we know ultimately that was, uh, Jesus was tempted in all ways like us, and, and, and so Jesus had to pass the test to be the sinless uh, Lamb of God. But Jesus went out and fasted for 40 days uh, before that encounter. And, and when the devil came to him, you'll remember, he, he said, if you're really the son of God, turn these stones into bread. And Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What Jesus was saying is that physical things alone are not going to satisfy your soul. Food has its place, but it's the spiritual realm. You have to take in, into consideration that realm. You have to, uh, and Jesus' answer was, no, I'm fasting. I'm going to trust in the Lord and what he's actually said. That's my ultimate answer. Food is secondary. And there's a time in fasting when you're saying, 
Normally, I go to food for comfort. I go to, I go to food to satisfy my physical body. I'm going to put that aside for a little while. And I'm going to go spend time with Jesus and satisfy my soul with his spiritual food, every word that proceeds from his mouth. Now, when you say that, you know, one of the things I, I think about is, well, I want to be, I realize I, I can't be holy without Jesus, I understand that, but I want to be um, closer to him, I want to be growing in him, as every disciple uh disciple would want to do that it almost sounds like uh, you know i go to sleep or i eat something um, because i'm taking care of my my flesh does that mean that i'm farther away from christ because the opposite of that is i fast so that i am more spiritual do you see what i'm saying i think so i think i think um jesus didn't have a problem with people eating okay right he didn't but you can't uh, satisfy spiritual hunger with physical food. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't fight spiritual forces with physical military tools. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is, I'm going to spend some time with the Lord. That time when I would have normally spent it satisfying my stomach, and even in some cases, uh, you know, food back in those days was a fellowship thing. You mm-hmm. came together to eat. I know many people don't eat as a family anymore. They don't come to the same table. And that's unfortunate because real great things can happen in, the, in that time that is meant to happen in that time. But what he's saying is during this time, rather than rely on my friends and family and physical relationship, rather than lying, relying on food, my, the, the physical parts of, of my body, I'm going to focus on pressing in and abiding in through prayer through saying no to my physical body, I'm going to learn self-control and re- control and restraint. I'm going to say no to the physical appetites, and I'm going to press into the Lord uh, during a specific season. It could be a meal. It could be a day. It could be uh, a week, it, it, 40 days, you know. Um, and, and so that's what you're doing. And, and again, fasting may be—I know people that have fasted from technology. Mm-hmm and said, you know what, it's taking too much control in my life. I want it too badly. I'm going to say no to it. And during this time, rather than that, I'm going to spend time in prayer and the Word. It's a discipline mm-hmm. that I'm choosing when I recognize that I'm going too much to the flesh, uh, the human body, the human things, and not spending enough time with the Lord. I'm going to make a, a, a decision to say no to what I really want physically and non-spiritually, and I'm going to say yes to a relationship to, with God and press into Him. Well, I think it's interesting you bring up technology because, um, you know, you get on social media or, you know, you turn on your phone and then maybe there's a game or uh, the TV's on and you've got your phone on. And maybe then, there's a Seattle game. Well, then I'm not looking at my phone. I'm focused. But, uh, <laughs> but it's just amazing. You look at your phone and all of a sudden, you know, 20 minutes will go by and you don't even know what happened to you because it's almost like you lose focus on... Mm-hmm. On, on reality. And I hear about fasting, and, you know, and I think one of the uh, big perks is, is, is you, you don't forget about that because you're, you're hungry. And then when you're hungry, that reminds you to focus back on, on Jesus. It's almost, it's, almost, um, uh, it's almost the opposite of technology and the opposite of uh, Satan. Satan doesn't ask us to make decisions that are wrong. He just slips us far enough away and we drift. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't lure us with bad things because we'd say no. 
he lures us with good things. Yeah. Uh, that are just not the best things. It's right. Cookie crumbs yeah. that we follow out into the forest, and soon mm-hmm. we're so far off the road, and then all of a sudden we realize, oh wow, we are we are really in trouble now. And now that it's dark, and yeah. uh, but it's too late. But but fasting keeps us on, keeps us focused on on spiritual matters and and what what God is trying to tell us in that season. Is is that is yeah. that what I'm picking up? I think one of the things that you that the Scripture gives us is it gives us the fruit of the Spirit versus the fruit of the, of the flesh, mm-hmm. right? Sinful nature. It tells us what those are. And then as you're going through your day, you're watching uh, kind of like the temperature gauge on your car, uh, the sounds of the engine. You're looking at how you're responding to things. You're looking at what you're doing, and in when let's say you're angry or fearful or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're responding negatively, and you're having thoughts about physical things, you have to ask yourself, what have I been consuming, and what is it producing in me? Mm, that's good. Kind of like you know, I go hunting and I didn't eat breakfast, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I don't have the energy to get up that hill. I'm starting to notice what's going. On. Oh wait, I didn't eat breakfast. Uh, I need to eat breakfast because I've run out of steam. My, my, I, I feel the shakes. My blood sugar's down, right? Same spiritually. There are times where living in this world consumes our thoughts, and it produces things. When I recognize that I'm not responding in love, I'm not responding in faith and trust, or I'm getting angry, we don't blame somebody else for that. No one can ask, make me act like a fool. Mm-hmm. They can just reveal that I am one by my reaction to them. And so I have to go, all right. I need to press into the Lord. I'm not abiding enough. Mm-hmm. I need to go to His Word. I need to spend time in prayer and doing some devotions and and seeking the spiritual things. And unless I feed on that, then um, then I'm not going to get the spiritual fruit of the Spirit in my life, which is going to impact every relationship and everything I do in every sphere of my life. Now, you brought up the fact that Jesus uh, fasted for 40 days. That does not sound like... Uh a, a fun ride to get on. How how long uh, would you suggest someone eat fast? Well, I wouldn't start with forty days. You mm-hmm. know, I I would start with, um, you know, a meal, and and again, you're just not. The decision isn't. I'm just not going to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that in a, uh, uh, you know, one of these um, fasting diets that are out there right now. Mm-hmm. Just not eating isn't the biblical definition of fasting. While I would be eating, I'm going to be spending time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be spending time in prayer. I'm going to be, uh, you know, taking some time to hear, to stop. The Bible says that, you know, God speaks with a quiet voice. He's not in the, you know, using the the story of Elijah. You know, he doesn't speak in the thunder and the earthquake. He doesn't speak in the wind. He speaks in a quiet voice, and we have to stop Mm -hmm. and go, Lord, I want to hear your voice. And so um, I used to have a—I remember this when I was a a kid. You know, the kids are all talking, and and some teachers would start to yell Mm -hmm. and try to talk over the kids or— or smack a book or something or blow a whistle. I had one teacher that would start whispering. Mm. And then everybody couldn't hear what she was saying, so we'd stop and, and listen. And um, we'd start going, shh, you know, because we couldn't hear what she was saying. And that's kind of what the Lord does. I mean, He will get loud, but, but He wants us to stop and listen, and that's what fasting and prayer is really all about. Uh, 
I do uh, notice that, you know, when I have fasted for like a day, it's amazing how much uh, clarity you ha- have, at, le- at least it's been my interpretation, how much clarity you have because all your energy isn't going to digest your f- food. And it's, and it's like the most clear your mind is. And, um, and then you point that clarity towards uh, what God is talking to you about. And I, I really think that's I really think that's where it really gets good. Yeah, our, for years, our church executive team staff have, when we have faced major decisions, and we've, we, we'll fast for a day, we'll, we'll come together, we'll pray, and then we'll break the fast. And so, you know, we're getting ready to do a prayer event on uh, October 18th. And it's that, we've decided to do it that time as we're all coming back from all the things that are going on. Mm-hmm. We've been through COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elections obviously are mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, there's a lot of things that people are dealing with right now. And so we've chosen a day for prayer and worship that we're going to do here at the church. And we're going to be putting on the website uh, and the app an opportunity for you to download the information about the um, about fasting and the worship and prayer night. What is it? How to do it? What's that look like? And we're going to be inviting people to let us know. There'll be a place for them to let us know that they're going to be praying and fasting mm-hmm. with us. And then we'll break the fast um, for who, those who want to after the, the, the prayer and worship night. So I, I, I already know some people that have said, hey, I'm ready to pra- fast for a week. I know people that are saying, I'll fast for a day. I, I you know, obviously some people have health issues, diabetes, those kinds of things. They have to take this. This is a big deal for them, and they need to figure out how that's possible. And so in some cases, it may not be. But we really believe as a church to call people to prayer. We've done that many times. This time we're going to call people to pray and fast. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hoping there'll be a whole bunch of us that join together that weekend, you know, and, and we'll worship on Sunday morning, obviously, and then we'll come back that night and we'll we'll have prayed and fasted and now we'll pray together as a church and we just really want God's wisdom how should we respond mm-hmm. to this crazy world we're living in right now asking God to to work in the election i mean the potential for this election to turn into an ongoing fight and mm-hmm. push us towards at some point maybe even a civil war i mean it, i I would have never thought that was possible, but I could see it from here. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I could see how it could happen. I never mm-hmm. could see how that would happen from where we were before. Uh, the, the polarization, the anger, the frustration, the fear, the economy, the everything. And I just want us to come together. Our elders are going to be helping to lead that, our staff and, and myself as well. I'm hoping that our people will come and pray and fast. Well, and I, I agree with you. I think the timing's right. You were talking about how the gauges on your car can be all out of sorts and, you know, essentially how do you reset? And uh, so far this year, uh, 2020 is, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those years I think we all remember. Uh, and it just, just seemed like a roller coaster that only goes down. And uh, this will give us a chance to draw a line in the sand and uh, focus on what we're uh, supposed to do instead of current events and, uh, you know, seek the Lord's face and see what individually as disciples God has for us, but what, we, what he has for us as a church. And I think the uh, timing's great. Uh, Jim, I appreciate your time, and I uh, encourage everybody out there um, to, if you haven't tried fast, 
fasting, try it. And uh, also your, your people that you're in uh, discipleship groups with uh, to do it as a group. I think uh, that is a real win too. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where we want you to remember discipleship is simple. It's just not easy. Thank you.